Hallelujah, hallelujah. thankful for Calvary and we're thankful for everything amen that Christ Jesus means to his his elect amen. praise the Lord how many's got victory in your soul here this day hallelujah well we'd like to look here in the scripture and um, amen if we could uh, turn to uh, there in the book of Genesis and uh, we're just going to speak a, a few moments uh, from some things that I've had on my heart um, uh, yesterday and, and, um, and this morning. And so um, we just pray that we'll be a great blessing to you. We don't want to just be a little blessing. We want to be a big blessing. Yeah. Amen. Can you say amen? They're in Genesis 18 and 1. And uh, we want to say that we are just really blessed to have my... Uh, my, my wife and, and um, uh, my two grandkids uh, with me, amen, Kylan and uh, Madison, and, um, and, and Sister Kalila, Brother Austin, and Brother Dylan. And um, I tell you what, we sure appreciate Sister Keys and her family. And um, these boys are talented young men, aren't they? Amen. And uh, we appreciate uh, them giving their lives to the Lord. And they're not just musicians. Those boys, amen. Well, I can't call them boys anymore. They're men, amen. But they, uh, uh, they, they work in almost every area of the church. Uh, they're, they're one of the first to show up when it's time to mow, when it's time to do anything. Uh, these young men are, are right there uh, ready to put their shoulder to the wheel. And I say, God bless them. Amen. And, 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 and if you, you know, if, if you young people that are here aren't that kind of a guy, amen, or a gal, well, maybe you ought to ask these guys how, you, how they do it. Amen. Amen. Because God wants to, wants to make you a blessing wherever you are. And musicians, it's wonderful, but I tell you what, there's plenty of other things to do for the Lord as well. Amen. Some people say, well, I'm a preacher. I can't mow the lawn. Well, shame on you. You're a servant of the Most High God. Amen. How many servants do we have in the building here today? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So let's look here in the book of uh, Genesis 18 and 1. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. And lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, bowed himself to the ground, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. Yeah. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And the Lord or and Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready three, quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. 
upon the hearth, and Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it to the young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we want to thank you for your blessings. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for a wonderful meeting this weekend. And Lord, all of the rewards that this church will have from all of the people that were blessed. And Lord, the eternal dividends, Lord, I know there will, on that day, this this group and the individuals who have labored so hard, I know, Lord, that they will receive many rewards just from this weekend. And I'm asking God that you would just, Lord, come down real special here this morning and that you would anoint. And Lord, as we wait upon you, oh God, bless our pastor and his family. Bless all of the the deacons and those that are laboring here with him, Lord. I pray that you'll just make this church such a lighthouse. Continue to make them a lighthouse, Lord. And we'll give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Can the church say amen? Amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated here this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to speak uh, on a real simple subject, and that's entertaining the angel of the Lord. And... um, Amen. Uh, entertain is to give attention to, to give consideration to. To entertain is to, amen, to receive somebody and to, uh, to, to take care of them and to make sure that, amen, uh, when you're entertaining company at your house, you, you don't just uh, greet them uh, at the door and, and, and just make them stand the whole time. You want to make them comfortable. You want to you, you want to make them feel like they're welcome. Amen. And so when you're entertaining the presence of the Lord, amen, I want to tell you this is greater than just entertaining uh, 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 your, your uncle or, amen, grandpa or grandma or mom and dad or your friends. Entertaining the presence of God is something that is that it's the greatest thing that you could ever have. To entertain the presence of the Lord is the greatest is is the greatest privilege that you could ever possess as as a human being and for sure as a Christian. Can you say amen? So what have we been doing this weekend? We have been entertaining the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Friends, I think that God should feel comfortable in our homes. God should feel comfortable in our churches. God should feel comfortable on our jobs. God should feel comfortable wherever we are. We should entertain the presence of the Lord. Now the scripture says, as it was in the days of Sodom, so shall it be in the revealing of the Son of Man. Now there will be a revealing and there will be a receiving. Everyone say it with me. There will be a revealing and a receiving. 
Amen. Now, what good is it to have a revealing if there is no receiving? What good is for the Lord to come and there's no one there to welcome his presence? Brother Adam told us, amen, about the unwelcome Christ. Amen. Coming to the, uh, the, the Pharisee's house. He showed up like he said he would come. But yet they did not entertain him. Amen. He sat there uh, unrecognized, sat there unloved, sat there. Amen. No one was entertaining him. Amen. So saints of God, I think in order for God to be welcome, we must entertain him. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. When you're waking up in the morning time, amen, You, the first thing that you should do is, Lord Jesus, I just want you to know that I love you. Amen. Before you leave the house, you say, Lord, I want you to go walk with me today. Hallelujah. I want you to, to fellowship with me today. I want you with me. Amen, brother Andrew was talking last night about the, amen, about the preacher standing up, you know. Amen, everyone might be sitting there thinking, what in the world are you doing? Hallelujah, amen. But you see, a preacher knows that a preacher needs the presence of God. There ain't nobody knows like a preacher knows, amen, uh, to preach a sermon without the presence of the Lord. I mean, somebody, I heard somebody say, you know, amen, I've been preaching for 50 years and I've only preached without the anointing once. And I thought, dear God, that'd be something to have. Hallelujah. Amen. Ain't nobody knows how to preach, a, what it's like to preach without God being there. Amen. So what does a minister do? He is pulling on the gift. What is, what is he trying to do? He's wanting to get that preacher out of his, amen, humanity and into the presence of God because if that preacher can ever get into the presence of God, amen, there's going to be virtue and healing and the supernatural and the presence of God with us. Oh, come on now. You don't want to hear me just sing. You don't want to hear me just preach. But you want the presence of God in our midst. Amen, let this church be a church that God feels comfortable in where the anointing of God is right there in it. Oh, come on, church. But it don't just happen here in the church. It'll happen right there in your home if you'll make him welcome. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. But this day is a lot like the days of Sodom. It's a day of self, absolute self-gratification. Amen. It's a, it's a day where every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Amen. Until there was no boundaries to the sin. They were discovering their sexuality in, in different ways. And Amen. They were known for the homosexuality. The children were, were no doubt told that they were born gender neutral. And as long as they wanted it, they could have it. Amen. It was, it, there was no questioning of the belief system. There was nothing there to, amen, to stand as a standard. And Lot's senses had become so numbed until he become accustomed to the new norm. Amen. Lot become accustomed to the ways of Sodom. Amen. Lot done this. Amen. He could rub shoulders with them and, and literally think, oh, surely, amen, surely God looks upon their heart and surely God loves them. Amen. People love God in their own way. I mean, they're going to their shrines and their churches or their synagogues. Or, amen. They're, they're, they're going to their temples and offering their sacrifices. Amen. Are, are you hearing me? The Sodomites were worshiping 
worshipers too. Amen. They were worshipers. Amen. Now their worshiping wasn't as strict as, as Abraham. They full-heartedly believed that, amen, that they would be accepted too. Amen. Oh, yes. Amen. There was a plenty of worship that was going on. Amen. The scripture says, amen, but it was a different worship. Are, are you hearing me? They did not see. Lot could not see Abraham's way of seeing things. Lot could not see that Sodom was fixing to burn. Lot could not see amen that the end was coming. Lot could not see the wrath of God was fixing to be poured out. But it was faithful Abraham who had been given a promise. Hallelujah. Amen. He was all by himself. He man out there in the hot desert amen and there he is but he's waiting upon the promise of God he had been waiting for many years are you hearing me now amen but one morning amen as he was sitting out there thinking about the promise God came showing up I said God the one who gave the promise came to fulfill his word <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Amen. Oh, maybe, hallelujah, as we, as we heard last night, amen, Brother Ron had said, you're going to be healed. And the girl, amen, said, it's been five years, but I'm still believing for my promise. How many in the building here today, amen, is still waiting upon your promise? He says, I'm going to come. I'm going to take you home. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you to myself. You're going to forever be with me. There's going to be a fulfillment of that. I promise. Lot was blinded. His attitude was that of Romans 1 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they become fools. You see, the actions are direct results of the blindness of the age. Now, I I want you to just, hallelujah, how many is with me here this morning? You see, Sodom's actions are the results of their blindness. Their cold, indifferent hearts are the results of... Of their blindness. There's no, amen, there's no, there's nothing within them to understand the promise or the revelation that, uh, that, that the world is coming to an end. Can you say amen? But there is a people who is possessing, who has, who has possessed a promise, who is walking with God day by day. Hallelujah. Amen. You might not be on the who's who. You might not be a part of, amen, uh, you know, the big program of the community. But God knows who you are. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. You look out there in the denominational world today. Just just pick any church you want to. And you tell me, amen, where the power of God is. 
You, you, you tell me where the overcoming power is. You tell me those that are, that are living above sin. Amen. Where the word is becoming flesh. Amen. Can you say amen? But you see, Isaac could only come by those, amen, incredible words of God. Abraham was living by the word of promise. Amen. He was waiting upon the word of promise. Oh, can you say amen? Amen. There's nothing to change lot. There was nothing. I said there was not. Somebody say nothing. There was nothing to change lot. Amen. He had no word. He had no revelation. He had no angel appearing. He had nothing coming to him. Are you hearing me? But there was a promise that Abraham had and he was waiting upon God to fulfill his word. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. They might have their stage shows going. Amen. They might have big youth groups. Amen. There might be a lot of things going on. But I want to say word of life has been given a promise. Oh, glory to God. You might not be, amen, much in the world's eyes, but God gave you a promise. And you should rejoice. Well, can you say amen? Man. You see what the world looks at. What the world, what the world sees is not what God sees. Oh my. Amen. Abraham. Hallelujah. He just looked like he got the bad end of the stick. Amen. Lots down there with all the money. Lots down there. Amen. The, the, the mayor. There he is, a judge. Amen. There he is. He's, he, he's, he's highly respected. But Abraham, amen, was all by himself in the desert. But you know what? God did not know the angel of the Lord like Abraham knew that angel. Well, praise the Lord. Now, the revelation of the Son of Man is the only thing that is going to produce change. Come on. The Son of Man and the revealing of His Word is the only thing that's going to produce a body change. Now, you hear me, sons and daughters of Abraham. The words of the angel are the only things that's going to change you and your body. Now, y'all hearing me? Hallelujah. There's a reason why we entertain God. There's a reason why when we come into the church, amen, we, we don't run all over the building. And you kids, amen, the reason why mama says when you come in and sit down, amen, just to come and sit down and be real quiet, amen. And there's a reason why the music is playing ahead of time, amen. And, and you're coming and everyone's real quiet and there's no notes being passed. And, amen, we're being real reverent. You, there's a reason why we do that, kids. We do that because we want God to come down and visit with us. Hallelujah. It's not just rules and regulations. Amen. It's not pastor said you better or the deacon say I'm going to take you back to your mama. No, 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 no. It's we are learning. We are, we are entertaining the presence of God. 
Amen. Brother Branham said, amen, a child running in the building can cause the angel of the Lord to leave that church for two weeks. Amen. Run him off. Amen. But we don't want him running off. Oh, come on now. You girls want the presence of God in the church. Amen. Elders, we want the presence of God in the church. Amen. Pastor, we need the presence of God. Amen. Not when there's just a meeting. Amen. Thank God for meetings. But I want the presence of God every service. Sunday morning. Sunday night. Wednesday night. I need the presence of God. I want him to feel welcome in this church. Want him to feel welcome. Can you say man? Yes, sir. You see, the church world does not have even the clue. Yeah. Brother Branham said is because she was the shuck. And the plant has died, but life is still in the seed. Now, Brother Branham said now, she is now a dry shuck. He says, churches of yesterday, it's past. The spirit of God passed through her is true. And will not, she will not be heir with a vindicated seed word. She sure will not be. She will not be in the rapture. She'll be a church member. May come up in the second resurrection and be judged for what she's heard. Can you say man? But you see, she's not part of that elect. But Abraham's seed is not to be caught up in the Lot generation. We're not to be caught up in the Laodicea culture. The Laodicea culture, amen, is heady, high-minded, amen, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Can you say amen? Amen, they are cold and formal. Amen, they have a form of godliness but denying the power thereof they say I'm rich increase with goods and have need of nothing but Christ is on the outside of that church well you might as well help me to preach amen but he didn't stop there he says but if there's anybody amen that can recognize my presence I will personally come to that man and I will identify myself my character my my love, my power, my majesty. I will come to that individual and show my power. Uh, how many wants to entertain the presence of the Lord? Oh, oh, it's not a bunch of music. It's not a bunch of hype. It's not a bunch. No, it's the presence of God in revealing himself to me. What can you say, man? Amen. You say, Brother Wendell, Thank you, Lord. how is it that they can cry tears? How is it that people, amen, even in the message, are satisfied listening to a sermon, and yet their lives aren't changed? How is it? It's because somebody has got caught up in the culture of Laodicea. People's rights. They're caught up in self-gratification. Oh, come on now. 
Amen. But what are we doing when we're saying amen? What are we doing when we're raising our hands and saying yes? What are we doing, amen, when we're lifting our hands and singing songs? We are leaving the culture behind and we are giving, amen, adoration and love unto the one who has called us and separated us to himself. We've identified him. He has kept his word. He promised he would come and he is here. He promised there would be, amen, the revealing of the Son of Man. We see him, we feel him, we know he's here, and we choose to entertain him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank you. Come in with your sorry attitude. Come on. Oh, come on, preach. And expect God to be blessed. You come in with your sorry attitude. Come on. You see, now I'm just the evangelist today. Well. I might be getting in a little bit of meddling here, but hallelujah. He can correct that when I leave. Hallelujah. But you see, ha. Huh? Oh, now, TC, now, now we all have wings when the, when the evangelist shows up. Halos. Smile. Oh, yes. Some of you has jumped up and shouted amen to the word of the Lord this weekend, the first time you've done it in 50 years. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. But you see, Andrew Glover is not the angel of the Lord. Josh Martin is not the angel of the Lord. Amen. Ben Pruitt's not the angel of the Lord. Joel Pruitt is not the angel of the Lord. Wendell Martin for sure ain't the angel of the Lord. But you know what? It has been promised that God would raise men up. Amen. To lead us into the rapture. That would keep us in that message. Come on, church. Amen. That what we should do, no matter the vehicle, no matter the body, no matter the, amen, the message or whoever's preaching, we we need to recognize Jesus Christ in our midst. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Yes, sir. Because when he's in your midst, he says, hey, Amen. I want you to be careful about entertaining even strangers. Because that could be an angel. Well, come on now. Amen. Looking at the things of God. Amen. I, I know this is simple. Amen. But sometimes we get caught up in that culture. Okay, can you say amen? Amen. We get caught up in that culture and we fail. Amen. That we are to see that we are to be partakers. Amen. After coming into his body, a partaker of his divine nature, Christ's nature in you. He says, how can you cheat, steal and lie and backslide and proselyte and everything else with the divine nature of Christ in you? It's impossible. Amen. And let that soak just a few minutes here. If you be a partaker in Christ, then you become a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things become new. All of our warrings and our fussings and our stewings and our arguings and our tempers, all these things pass away. Culture. We're washed. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of strife going on out in the world. But it's not going to happen in my home. There's a lot of darkness out in the world. But it's not got to happen in my life. There's a lot of unforgiveness out there in the world. Amen. But by God's grace, I'm going.
Abraham says, you want to stay with God? Stay gentle. Come on. God is gentle. You want to stay with God? Stay humble. God is humble. What? Well, praise the Lord. You want to stay with God? Instead of telling the pastor, amen, that his sermons that he's preached is just, you know... Dear Lord, can't you ever, can't, can't you step it up a notch? I mean, Andrew Glover don't have no problem preaching like that. Hallelujah. What's your problem? I know what the problem is. You need to lose weight. Hallelujah. And so then, amen, they'll start picking on the preacher. You need to lose some weight. Amen, you're eating too much fried chicken. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and then, then they'll come back and say, you need to go tan. You're not as dark as he is. Amen. Oh, my. But why don't you understand that God has, God is here. He's here. Somebody say he's here. Amen. God is here. All he's got to do is be recognized for who he is. Thank you, Lord. That's good. Come on. You're not fat. Hallelujah. Now, man, recognizing our thoughts are not to be even caught up in the temporal vanities. Come on. Come on, preach. Come on. Come on. Somebody say, this is good preaching. Well, thank you. You girls wearing the short skirts are caught up in Laodicea culture. Amen. Those tight blouses. Amen. These days they've got the tights under the skirts. Hallelujah. They've got all of these things. These, this is culture to try to pull you away. Pull you away from what God is doing. I've not seen anybody with tight skirts, so I'm not preaching to anybody. I'm just, it was on my notes. Hallelujah. Come on, preach. Come on. You guys always say, just stick with your notes, will you? I did. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, can you say Amen. Brother Branham says you can have all knowledge. Yes, sir. You can pray for the sick. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Come on now. That you can say, oh, God just revealed the word to me like this and that and the other. I have all the knowledge. And he says, and you're still wrong. Yes. Why? Because the angel of the Lord oh, can only be contacted in that spirit realm. You can learn your sermon. You can learn your dress code. You can learn, amen, all of the message you can have on. But if you ain't got it here, you're not recognizing what God has done. He's not come to give us another seminary learning of the book. He's come in his power, his anointing, in his person to bring about the body change for you. Can you say amen? amen. Abraham? Sarah? Let me remind you this morning. Oh yes. There's no blood in Sodom. There's no blood in Sodom. There's no word lamb. Therefore there's no blood. What can you say man? There's nothing there. But the scripture says, but in the revealing of the Son of Man. When God takes on, reveals himself in the form 
a man of, of dust. When God comes down and takes on a body here on the earth, it's going to be God revealing himself. Amen. Now I want you to stay with me for a little bit longer here this morning. Amen. He's discerned the heart with decision through Brother Branham. Amen. Year after year, night after night. Amen. The anointing with accuracy. What was God showing? He was trying to tell you, I am here. Amen. When you see all, amen, amen, time after time, name after name, address after address, and there was no mistake, it was God showing, I am here, amen, when God sent that prophet seven times around the world, and he was in all of the newspapers, amen, it was God saying, Abraham, Abraham, I'm here to fulfill my promise, I'm here. I'm here I'm here it was God wanting to let the elect know I am here to fulfill thank you Lord thank you Jesus and you say man brother Wendell that was 60 years ago what bearing does that have on me today come on oh come on oh come on now he is imparting supernatural strength to his little lady. Only the Son of Man can do this. Now, you see, that prophet becomes the word to that group. Am I going too slow this morning? That prophet becomes the word. It's God's thoughts. Spoke through a prophet. Into the virgin womb. And then that little bride is carrying supernatural seed. Are, are y'all hearing me? You, you see, you see. we want the supernatural rapture. We want the supernatural bride. We want these kinds of things. But you see, oh, yeah. the only way the bride can be impregnated is by the word of God through a prophet. And the prophet had to come and bring the seeds out of that Bible. Amen. God, and shine the light and says, this is for you. But this is unlike any other kind, amen, of a seminary. Because you can learn it. You can learn it. That's right. If you've got ears, you can hear it. If you've got eyes, you can read it. If you've got a computer, you can search it. Yeah. But only the angel. Yes. Only the, Come on. Only the angel has the ability to come and to say to Sarah, according to the time of life, you're going to produce... Oh, come on. Lot didn't have that. The angel didn't appear to Lot. Sarah could not do it. She was a message believer. She could not do it until the angel comes and makes it 
Well, praise the Lord. Someone tells me, amen, brother, wonder why, why is it that, amen, you, you, you make it to church every service because I don't want to miss the angel of the Lord. Why is it that you pray and you're living a dedicated life? I don't want to miss the angel of the Lord. Why is it that I'm keeping my heart pure and undefiled is I do not want to miss, oh, church of God. Amen. We miss him. We miss him. We miss him because we are part of a culture that we should not be of. We miss him. We allow our hearts to get all caught up in gossip, hate, malice, lust, amen, filth of the world. And then we want to come to church because we know how to say amen. Amen. We know how to, how to sing our song. We know how to come in. Amen. And do our duty. Amen. But if your heart is not where it needs to be when the angel is near, then it does you no good. Can you say amen? I want the angel. I, I've been waiting on a promise too long. I don't want to be out there messing with the world I, I don't i don't have time to be a part of the culture i don't have time amen to lose what god has given me in this hour i refuse to be a lot i refuse to be deaf and dumb to the presence of god when he comes Y'all were shouting a whole bunch last night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, can you say amen? Oh, God. You see, Lot can't change who he is. Neither can any of the sodomites change who they are. Oh, can you say amen? Neither can you. Neither can I change myself in my own nature, in my own efforts. I can't do it. You can't do it. It requires the angel of the Lord. Let's honor that angel when he is near. Thank you, Lord. A sinner can't change his nature. Come on. A sinner is no match for those homosexual devils. Come on. And neither are you boys. You boys are no match. You say, oh, yeah, I am not going to do this. <laughs> you play around with devils, they'll take you further than you want to go. You get out there in that culture. What are you talking about culture? This world that we're living in. That is excusing anything and everything under the name of Christianity. And that same devil comes into our churches. And our children sit without the power of the Holy Ghost. And lots of times it's because the elders of the church has not taught them how to entertain the presence of God. Yes, sir. Come on. 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 Come on
too many times it's because the elders have not had an experience with God in themselves amen for the last five ten years but I want to tell you today the angel is here he can change that homosexual devil he can drive evil away he can make you a believer he can make you who you are come on church you don't have to beg you don't have to plead he showed up to Abraham and Abraham recognized who he was and entertained him. There's no begging about it. He's here. He's here. Thank you, Lord. That angel of Revelations 10 never left the earth. He's here. What are you doing with this Christ? I don't know y'all, so I'm just preaching. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad I don't know you. Amen. That way I can just continue to keep on preaching. Hallelujah. Oh, can you say amen? Amen. You want the power of God in the church? Get the angel of the Lord. You want the power? You say, well, amen, I've been praying and praying and praying. He's always following his word. The word was with Sarah and Abraham. They were standing upon that promise. They were believing the promise. You want to attract the Holy Spirit? Then you get the word. The Spirit of God follows the word. It don't follow drums. It don't follow piano. It don't follow music. It don't follow deacons. It don't follow preachers. It follows the word. If we can recognize his promise to this day. Son of man. I'm going to come in the form of Son of man. Now, what is that? It's going to be God with dust on his clothes. It's going to be God. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. It's going to be God in a prophet form. Are y'all with me here today? Hallelujah. Amen. And now listen. Amen. As long. Amen. Now, now, now I want you to understand. Because when the words come. The words was in the angel. Let me just make it. Put a name to it. Melchizedek had the words. And once the words were spoken. Amen. To Abraham and Sarah. Then they become a part of that word. Are, are you hearing me? Amen. It's what Brother Josh was preaching yesterday it had to be the thoughts of God through the mouth of God into the womb of the virgin bride and then you become word made flesh praise the Lord everyone knew that something was happening everyone knew because is this okay because when Sarah and Abraham go down, yeah. amen, in the time of famine, and goes down to Greer there. Come on. And uh, hallelujah. Yeah. All right. Amen, Sarah. 
Abraham looks at Sarah and says, hey, hey, now listen. Now, you're, since the angel has touched you, you don't look like a grandma. And uh, you, I'm a little bit worried because I'm telling you, you beat anybody in that country. And I, and, and I, and I feel honored. I, I'm glad you're, you're mine. You're, you're mine. But I'm afraid the king wants you too. And, and, and uh, so, I, well, praise the Lord. He was fearful of that. And when the king comes back over, and what does the king do? The king says he's looking at him. Now, he could have any of all those girls in the land. And guess who he fell in love with? Grandma. I, 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 I was looking for a grandma to pick on, but I ain't going to pick on no grandmas here tonight. Hallelujah. Or this morning. Amen. So, so he, wanted, he wanted, wanted grandma. Now, what the king had to witness the angel had been, the angel had been at their place. The king had to witness. Oh, come on. Lot had to witness. Everyone had to witness. Why? Because the word was no longer in the thoughts of God. It was no longer in the, Brother Branham said, as long as the word was in the prophet, he was a God to the people. But once it left his mouth and entered into the womb of that heart, then it was no longer in God. It was no longer in the prophet. Now it's in the believer. I said, praise the Lord. Now you know why the scripture says there in Revelations 10 and 8, go to the angel and take the book. Entertain the angel. How are you going to entertain? How are you going to take the book? Acknowledge he's near. Sit at his feet and ask for him. Take those words from your mouth and put it into my womb. Take those words from... Oh, come on, church. Amen. When your pastor's up here preaching, amen, what is he doing? He's taking the word, the thoughts of God that was spoke through the prophet of God. He's picking up those spirit-filled words. He's placing them upon his lips. Brother Branham says that is the same as deity speaking. What is he doing? He is standing up here in his, in his human vessel declaring God's word. And if you you can recognize it and accept it as the angel of the Lord. Then you shall be blessed. William Branham become the vehicle of the Son of Man. So it was a Son of Man revealing the Son of Man. This weekend, it's been a son of man revealing the son of man. A son of... Well, I'll accept it with Brother Branham, but I ain't going to accept it as from my pastor. I'm not going to accept this from the evangelist. Or you girls would say, I'm not going to accept this from my mom and dad. Come on. Can you say man? You see, the angel. We can't excuse the angel. We can't. I don't matter what. I, 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 this really is not my message. I'm fixing to get to my message here in a minute. 
Hallelujah. Recognizing the angel. Amen. Recognizing what God is doing. Recognizing. Come on now. Amen. Oh God. It don't matter how it comes. It don't matter if it comes to pastor. It don't matter if it comes to the evangelist. It don't matter whether it comes to the teacher. It don't matter whether it comes to the, amen, the apostle or the prophet. Amen. There's one thing about it. I'm going to receive the words of God. I'm going to recognize the presence. I'm going to entertain. Oh, come on church. I don't care if there's only 30 people on a Wednesday tonight I'm going to lift up my hands tears are going to stream down my face I love this angel can you say amen now so now they have angel of the Lord the messenger of God was the word veil until he delivered it to the people is that right now There, the unveiling of God, Brother Branham says now, but this is spirit that comes upon the promised word for the age and brings forth and manifests not two tables of stones, but the presence of the living God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the spirit upon the promised word, not in two tables of stones, not in a Bible. But it's the presence of the Lord. Not a mythical thought somebody made up or some Houdini a trick. But the very promise of God revealed and made manifest right behind before us. What sort of a veil will that be behind? I, I say today, Satan, you're not going to minimize the veil in my eyes. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Amen. I'm, you're not going to min. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the men of God here right now, but I'm going to talk to you now. You shouldn't minimize the veil. Don't minimize God being in her, and don't you minimize God being in her, and don't you minimize God being in her. God is living in His people. He's living in His Word. He's oh come on now, Amen, mamas, Amen. Maybe maybe you feel like you ain't got nothing to give. Oh, but you are the promised word for the day, and God's spirit is upon you, Amen. Oh, you might feel, Amen. You elders might feel like, man, I'm a has been, I'm used up. But no, 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 no. You still house the temple of God. You still have. Oh come on, just entertain that presence, Amen. Don't let jealousy and hatred, and don't let malice and envy be among us don't let uh, amen unforgiveness uh, are y'all hearing me tonight uh, amen but recognize God is in the building his tabernacle his people brother Branham says now in that day Luke 17 20 I believe it is Jesus said when the son of man is being revealed not men the son of man, not an organization. The son of man, the word living itself among the people. The word itself made flesh in you. You are a reflection of this hour. The message. Reflection of it. See, you live again. Live the life that was in Jesus Christ. You're in the presence of the son. Oh, someone shout hallelujah. What happens to it? What happens to that church? Finally, listen. The shuck pulls away from that wheat. And when it begins to be manifested, what happened? 
the life that was in the shuck went on out in the wheat. The life don't change. The carriers change. They denominate the blades, the tassel, the shuck. But the wheat can't change. It's got to be a ministry just exactly on the word. Like he was on the word. Like the first church was on the word. Spirit fed. Spirit, uh, uh, spirit, uh, spirit filled. Spirit word fed. Can you say amen? Amen. Isn't that beautiful? You belong to a many-membered bride. Yes, We're a part of a many-membered body. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Now, come on. The life of the plant is in you. Stock's gone. Husk is gone. Everything is gone. And the only one that's going to manifest the original seed. Come on. Why, why, why is it the stock? Because there's no life there. Why, why, why isn't the, the little blade? Oh, it's all right. I, I, you, you guys have seen the wheat. I mean, it is totally, it is gone. It's dead, dead, yeah. dead, dead. And you think, man, the poor plant died. No, the life's all in the seed. And that little grain in the top. There ain't no life anywhere else. You know why? Because it has done what it's supposed to do. All of the ages have done what they're supposed to do. And you are now here fellowshipping with the mystery of the life that went into the ground at the beginning. Thank you, Lord. Oh, come on now. Now those guys that ain't got the life in them, they're dead. They hate each other. They're picking on each other. They ain't got no life in them. They're, they're, the, the, the culture, the sun, everything has dried them up. They're dead. No green to them at all. Come on. But it ain't touching the secret of life in the grain. That secret of life, it has produced exactly what it was supposed to do. And while that plant in itself could care less about the atmosphere of the sun, the grain, the grain is pulling away from the shuck and saying, I need your presence. I need your presence. I don't want to be one of those judgmental guys that's looking at the church next door saying, hmm. I don't want to be those guys looking at the deacon saying, hmm. I don't want to be the guys looking at, hey, man, uh, one of these girls with, me, hallelujah, which one has your hair messed up? Though? Well, both of you, all of you. Oh, we'll pick on Brother Andrew again. <laughs> hallelujah. You need a haircut. Amen. <laughs> right? No, 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 no. We're not. That was a joke. Amen. He says that was true. Amen. I've got the spirit of discernment. Amen. I don't want to be a critical man. I don't want to forsake my mercy. I don't want to be the kind, amen, that is outside of the presence of God. If you're inside the presence of God, you're in love with everybody. If you're right with God, you love him and you love his people. Somebody shout amen. 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 So be it. Can you say amen? Because we want him. Yeah. 
I love it when I come to church and I see the, all the brothers and sisters, but you know what I want more than anything else? I want him. I, 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 I love it. I love it when I get to sing a song. You guys have made me feel like I'm really important. I got to sing in every service. Hallelujah. And some of you are saying, yeah, you took my place. But do you love him? Because if you love him, you'll have to love me. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Amen. You only got to sing one time. I got to sing. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you love him, that's what we're interested in. Come on, church. Amen. All of this, all of this church stuff, all of this bickering, all of this fighting, all of this, amen, all of this carnality. Brother, we have a promise. Let's unite around the angel of God and let's see the supernatural God in our midst. Seek God. Not defending my rights and you defending your rights. Defend his rights. Oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. I think our fellowship should be wholesome. Yes, it should. I think our brotherhood should be wholesome. Is this okay? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What is fellowship? Two fellas in the same boat. Yeah. Huh? Two fellas in the same boat. That's fellowship. That's two guys having to learn how to oar with each other. How many's been in a boat in a canoe with somebody? Who did not like fellowship. <laughs> Hallelujah. Going in circles. Would you please quit? Let's go together. Get your paddle on one side of the boat. I will keep mine on the other side of the boat. Please. Yeah. Fellowship. Yeah. Got to get along. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Come Hallelujah. On. Husband and wife has got to have fellowship. Amen. You young girls have got to have fellowship. You young men have got to have fellowship. Now, we've got a lot of things. How long have I been up here? Is, is that right? Is it 1230? Hallelujah. I'm going to give me five more minutes. All right. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I learned that trick a long time ago. Amen. Now, thank you. I appreciate all those five minutes. <laughs> Fellowship. Part of a body. Yeah. What we have seen here this weekend is, is, a, is a united effort. It's a yeah. united effort. Yes, thank you, Lord. Amen. And we made, and, and, and the people, there were so many people that were delivered and set free last night because of an effort. Yeah. Oh, come on. You might, you, the devil might be thinking, well, you're just a little nobody. Yeah, you might be a peon, and you should be a peon to this culture. Yeah. It's not good when the culture thinks that you're hot stuff. That means you've got the wrong kind of fellowship. When you're on, when you're on the Internet and you're looking at things you're not supposed to be looking. Hallelujah. 
think the devil won't, won't work with our, our, our young men, our young ladies? You don't think that, good Lord, you don't think the devil won't try to get on me neither? Me too? He won't try to get on your mom and your daddy? He won't try to get on a deacon? He, come on! We're in a culture, and if you're away from the angel of God, you are susceptible. That's why the scripture says in Colossians 3 and 17, whatsoever you do in word or do, do it all in the name of the Lord. And I say, what an awesome gift. What an awesome gift brotherhood really is. Thank you, Lord. It's good. I, I, I'm getting to be an older man now. Man, I can't preach like these two guys. I heard someone say the other day, and they said, man, to be young again, if I could preach like that, or if I was young again, I could preach like that again. I said, dear Lord, I never was able to preach like these two guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. <coughs> but brotherhood, yeah. Yeah. fellowship. All right. We don't have to think alike. We don't have to be alike. Right. Right. I, Brother Andrew loves green beans. I can't stand them. <laughs> I love ice cream, tater chips. Hallelujah. You like ice cream and tater chips? See? I got another one just like me. Hallelujah. Amen. You like green beans? Amen. But you see, eat your green beans. Amen. But you see, we don't have the same likes. We don't have to have the same likes. Come on. I love to hunt. Some of you sissies like to play golf. <laughs> well, that's a quote. <laughs> so, I, we, 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 you're not a sissy. <laughs> Some, see, you see, we, we've all come from different walks. But we all have the same promise. are old, some of us are middle-aged, some of us are kids, but we carry the same promise. We are the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. I need you. You need me. God's still in a human veil just like he was with the prophet. God's not changed. God's still here. God will always have a body. Brother Branham said that same pillar of fire that was with him, amen, it split up and it went into the hundred and... He said the adopted sons will have the holy or that pillar of fire with them. I say this is the message of adoption. We have the Holy Spirit and it is that pillar of fire and he's got a body. Thank you, Lord. Yes, sir. Come on. Amen. As I entertain my brother Andrew, hallelujah, as I entertain him, I'm entertaining the angel. If I'm critical of Brother Andrew and critical of the way that he needs a haircut, I am missing the God. If I'm critical of you 
I am not entertaining God. Amen. Come on, church. Oh, yeah. We need God. He's in his body. Hallelujah. I'm preaching this morning. Amen. Oh, can you say amen? What's the scripture says? Two are better than one. Because they have a good reward for their labor. For if one fall, if they fall, the one shall lift up his fellow. Woe to him that is alone when he falleth. He has not another to help him. Can you say amen? If two lie together, they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? If one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. Three cord and threefold cord is not quickly broken. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, why is it that we can't recognize God in our services sometimes? Oh, my God. Why is it, once again, as our spirit man is clogged up? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. You know what makes the preacher so different when he's up here preaching? Is when that anointing hits him. But a preacher has learned to yield himself to that presence when he comes. Yeah. He's learned how to yield himself. Yeah. Come on. Amen. And it's not just for the preacher. Yeah. Come on. It's for every one of us in this body. Can you say amen? amen? Do you feel his presence right now? Yes, his presence is in the building. Lord. What is it? What is it? It is here. And me talking about it. And me just bringing this message to you. It is quickening on some. I can see the presence of the Lord on you very strongly. What is it? It is someone that is reaching out. You've got your tentacles out right now. Into the rim of the supernatural God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. prophet would call it a built-in receiver. He says there is a transmitter and there is a receiver. Amen? Now, I've got this this thing right here, these ear monitors. I don't know where. where, where, Where's the the, uh, transmitter? There's the transmitter. How about this microphone? This microphone don't have no cord. That don't do anything for you kids, because y'all, y'all, yeah, 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 I mean, but this was big for us. This was big. I, I, I remember, I, I could follow my sister. I knew where my sister was at. Hey, man, just follow the phone cord. We'd just go to the, we'd go to the wall, find the cord, and just find it, go down the hallway, and there she was. She had the phone. Yes, we had cords on our phones. Did y'all know that? Yes, our phones had cords. We would talk like this on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Back in the day. Yeah. You had everything. But now. I remember when I first got my cell phone. Amen. It was the neatest thing. Someone told me I could get a cell phone. And I got one. I went down there and got one of those big old phones. There's, there's a big old huge phone like this, big old huge phone. Put it on my, in, in my truck. Amen. And and uh, back then they hooked to the they, they hooked to the horn. And so, amen. When I'd be out on a on a service call or something, I'd be up in the attic, and all of a sudden you hear this. 
By the time I'd get out of the attic, the whole of the neighborhood's going around. That truck has got a demon. <laughs> that thing is, that, something's wrong with that horn. I said, that's my phone. <laughs> Picked this thing up. And I, I was a, <laughs> they all looked at me, whoa, what is that? <laughs> what have they done? Yeah. They have hooked in to another dimension. They found in that fourth dimension. Come on. Through those airwaves, those sound waves, those sight waves, that you can put a transmitter. And now I've got this thing right here, and it's going back over there. there this is the receipt. Oh, this is the, that's the transmitter. This is, well, I have one of the two. Amen. <laughs> Did you know that you are built? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Come on. Come on. With a receiver. Yes. And the transmitter. How was it that Brother Branham could stand right here? He could stand right here and he would start to tell you. He wasn't telling you of those things of his own. There was a transmitter and a receiver. And he was simply telling what the voice was telling him to say. He was simply saying what the vision was telling him in front of him. Oh, come on now. Amen. It was another dimension. Are you hearing me? You see, you are built with a spirit. I'm fixing to close. You are built with a spirit man. And you have a receiver. Amen. But God is not the only one with a transmitter. The devil's got a transmitter. And the devil will transmit jealousy and hatred and envy and strife. But God will channel love and joy and peace and long-suffering. Can you say amen? Amen. It's placed within your heart. Brother Branham says your thoughts ring louder than your words. The song says, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yeah. Careful, little Come eyes, on. what you see. For the Father up above is looking in tender love. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Yeah. Recognizing he's here. Oh, yes. Now, your spirit is actually magnetized to that spirit world. Spirits travel on words. Yeah. Are you still with me? Your eyes and ears are the ushers to the soul, the songs and the television and the internet and the text. People are not aware that they're subject to spirits. Hallelujah. Brother Branham, or or there in Ephesians 2 and 2, it says, Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. It's a spirit that is magnetized to the evil. Amen. That's why there in 1 Corinthians 15 and 33 says, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Hallelujah. That's why it says in 2 Timothy 2 and 16, Amen. But shun profane and vain babblings. They will increase unto more ungodliness. And their word will eat as doth a canker. 
And it's because we have allowed our hearts to be channeled somewhere else. Now, I want you to think. I'm bringing this into home right now. Brother Branham talks about wandering thoughts. Wandering thoughts takes us from the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Come on, praise. Brother Branham says the reason they do that is because they're not conscious that God is watching. You lose the very thought of God being there listening at you. Come on. God is putting down everything you're thinking about. He knows it. In his recording book, your thoughts are louder in heaven than your voice is on the earth. Think the right thing. Come on. Now, I'm trying to get to the, uh, this is my best part right here. So punch your neighbor and say, wake up. Wake up. Hallelujah. Now, you can't see God, but he is here. Did you know that Brother Branham says there is a difference in the appearing of Christ and the coming of Christ? He says, this is my ministry to declare him that he is here. Thank you, Lord. I can't see God. Can you see a court? All right. Come on. That mean this ain't a microphone? Does that mean it's not working? Testing one, two, three. It's working. You can't see the cord. And you can't see God. But God is in that other room. Brother Branham said, he, that brother room, he says he's no, he is, he is standing three feet from me right now. You can't see him. He's in that other dimension. Just like you can't, you, we should, hallelujah, we should not be able to be using this microphone right now. Come on. Can you say amen? How many listens to series uh, that that XM 65? Anyone XM 65? Now here I listened to it all the way in Oklahoma. I I, 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 I used XM 65. It's a a Christian station. For you other unbelievers, y'all need to switch channels. (laughs) So... I, could, I drove all into Canada as far north as I could drive, all the way up as far north as I could drive, all the way up to Red Lake there in, in, in Ontario, uh, and, and I could still, I could still catch yeah. XM65. Amen? Yeah. I, what I'm trying to say is God is here in our midst. Brother Branham talks about that dimension. He says... Now we don't have any reverence to God. Oh Everybody just thinks he is so secured until they don't, they're not reverent like God, uh, to, oh to God. God like they should. Why? Why do they do this? Yeah. Because they're not conscious of his presence. Oh God. They're not conscious of his presence. That's the reason people do that. They don't recognize it. They can't. They can't comprehend that they're in the presence of God. Their minds become so perverted and taken up in the things of the world till they can't even pay attention to it. They go to church, sure, but to realize you're in the presence of God, not only in church, wherever you are in the presence of God. If they could do as David, I put the Lord always before my face, therefore I shall not be moved. As long as the Lord is before him, 
he could not be moved. Can you say amen? Brother Brandon, another place he says, now you got to remember God is watching you every hour. He watches you when you're asleep. Now the reason I think that people do these things is because they're not conscious of his presence. But yet he is there whether you think he is or not. He sees every look that you make, every move that you make. He knows all about it. We ought to realize that. The awareness. Am I making sense? Now, Brother Branham says there's three things here on earth. There's, 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 or there's spirits down below. The spirits of hell have come to earth. Spirits of heaven have come to earth, and they're here competing. I wonder in this service here this morning, how many has recognized the presence of the Lord, and also how many has also felt the spirit of hell that would try to bring in doubt or try to bring in a thought or try to bring in something? Did you know that there is a warfare going on right now? Did you know it's every service? I want you to hear me. Now hear me now. Did you know that sometimes if we're not sensitive to the spirit of the Lord, right when God is moving, we will miss our miracle right then? I want to give you a few more quotes and then I'm closing. Musicians can come. Hallelujah. You love him? Amen. Brother Branham says you're bumping into him. You're bumping into him. Amen. He says, if you believe you're in his presence, and that's what's making you feel that way, something's vibrating over your spirit that you know you being a Christian has to be the Holy Ghost. Oh, if this audience would only believe like you just now, lady, if this whole audience could believe for one moment You would see one of the greatest things happen. There would be a spontaneous wave of power hit this building here. I speak in the name of Jesus Christ. He's talking to a lady with a real sensitivity. And he says, if the rest of the audience could recognize. Can you say amen? amen? He says, look at this woman standing here. Do you want to be well, lady? If God will let me know what's wrong with you, will you accept your healing? You got stomach trouble. That's right. Then go eat, if thou believest on the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. All right. The lady sitting right here looking at me, elderly lady, looked like everyone could could see that now. There's a light hanging over this gray-headed lady sitting there. She suffers from arthritis. Raise up, lady. The elderly lady sitting there, if thou canst believe. The lady got your blessing just behind you. I pray the same. You miss it. You forget, friends. I want you to get this because you grieve the Spirit of God. Look this way and be alert. Spirit of God in a church service. Because someone is not entertaining that angel. This is the point that I really want you to get to. And I want you to really catch me here today. Spirit of the Lord coming with that promise. And you are not like Abraham, willing to kill the fatted calf and entertain the presence of the Lord. Can you say amen? 
He says, the man sitting right back here, just behind sister here, second row back on the end here. You're suffering with throat trouble too, aren't you, sir? That, that's right. I've never seen you in my life. We're strangers to each other, but that's the truth. If that's right, raise up your hand, all right? Go and be well. Do you believe? Don't, don't be dead now. Spiritually dead. Recognize this is not me. Yeah. You, you just come to you look at the audience and you feel that dampness around the audience and then you wonder, what's the matter with them? That's what hurts. You should be alert and awake. Entertaining that presence. Come on. Come on now. When we come to church, oh, don't let me just look and see Brother Ben. Don't let me look and just see Brother Joshua or Brother Glover. Let me see that God is in our midst. And he's come to fulfill his word in you. Oh, can you say amen? It's God in another form. It's God in another form. Another one, Brother Random says, little lady sitting back there, right, right next to the gentleman sitting right next to the back in, 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 uh, in, to the end back there, suffering with arthritis. Do you believe the Lord Jesus will make you well, lady? Sitting right back there, sitting, sitting right here, right, right in the middle of the row here, section, section right back. Say, do you see the light above the lady, above the woman? Now, if, if, she, if she will just see it and, um, and accept it, there it is. She's got her head down. She's praying. Will you believe it, lady? The little pink-looking dress on. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to them that believe. But you see, it left her. It left her. She must respond. You must do as you're told quickly. Be alert. Watching grace is a wonderful thing. See? Be alert. Be watching. You know what? That, 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 makes me want to, that makes me want to really, when that devil brings the sandman over my eyes. Hallelujah. How many, ever, how many knows what the sandman is? Amen. Those thoughts about the beans cooking because the preacher's... Or the beans burning because the preacher's preaching too long? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Amen. And you get your eyes, you get your mind on something else, and that's the devil trying to take away his blessings right there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I, 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 hallelujah. He says, man, sitting right, right back there looking at me, he'd like to come up here. He wants me to lay hands on him. That's right. Hardening of the arteries would leave you. If you just believe it right where you're sitting, will you, will you do it? Sitting right back here, kind of gray with glasses on, sitting right back there looking at me. If you'll believe with all of your heart, don't doubt. You believe it? Now look, circle right from that man, and he locked it. He's rubbing his eyes, turned around, looked, and the little and the lady sitting right here. It's right with you with the heart trouble sitting right here. Do you believe that God will make you well right there? You get the healing. It's yours. Be alert. Be ready to catch it at any minute. So what I'm saying is this. Entertaining that angel is so important. Lord, let me have that spirit of entertainment. Let me, let me be that little lady. Let me be the woman that comes and washes Jesus' feet. Every service every opportunity 
Every morning when I wake up, let me wash his feet. Everywhere I'm at, I appreciate you letting me preach so long here this morning. Sorry for keeping you so long. But I wanted to get these last, this last little part to you. And I want you to think about these things. His spirit is here real special. He's with his bride real special. And I know he loves every one of you. He loves every last one of you. From the youngest to the oldest. From the most important to the least important. He loves every one of you the same. And you are carrying the promise. You're carrying the promise. I love him here today. As we get ready to give it to our pastor. I, I, I wonder if we could just look in our hearts and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for my laxness. Forgive me for allowing things to stay in my heart. I've allowed junk in my heart. I've allowed bitterness and hatred. Maybe I've allowed whatever. Maybe you've just allowed pleasures. Maybe it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Maybe, maybe it's your job. Why don't you entertain him for a moment here today?
Sing it again as, as our pastor comes. Oh, let it be. Uh-huh. 
want to love you one more time with all your heart now oh lord i want Raise your hands to him now before we go. Than I ever have before. Thank you, Lord. You're so easy to adore. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I want to love you more. All together now with the music. Sing it one more time. Oh, Lord, I want to love you more. Oh, than I ever had before Oh, you're so easy to adore You more Amen Amen, you love the Lord this morning Amen Brother Wendell, I wouldn't do this to you but Joel said to We want to do I'm not giving up Could you come help us with that? I'm not giving up Amen. You love the Lord. You're going to keep this, this atmosphere with you. Entertain Him. And meeting's over, but entertain the angel. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. By the grace of God, I wear a shining crown someday. I'm gonna keep holding on. Thank you, Lord. To those nail-scarred hands. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not giving up. up. No, I'll keep holding on. Well, I've been a walk. Get through this fell of tears. There's times I've even questioned if my Lord was even near. Then at times, that old tempter, he says, why not turn around? You can't go any further, cause you're only losing ground. But I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. Oh, yes. By the grace of God, I'll wear shining crown someday. Gonna keep holding on to those nail-scarred hands. Oh, I'm not giving up. No, I'll keep holding on. Well, would you mind to tell me there's something bothering me? Why is it that old devil? He just won't let God's people be. You see he's purpose and determined to get right in the way and to turn our way from way of life and lead our soul astray. Oh, but I'm, I'm not, not giving up. up. Oh, sing it now. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not turning around. Oh, by, by the, the grace of God, God I'll wear shining crown someday. Oh, I'm Keep holding on Oh, to that nail-scarred hand Oh, I'm not giving up No, I'll keep going Oh, sing, sing it again Amen, thank you, Lord Oh, I'm not giving up Thank you, I'm not turning 
turning round By the grace of God I'll wear the shining crown Someday Oh, I keep holding on To those nail-scarred hands Oh, I'm not giving up I'll keep going on Shake hands with one another as you go I'm not giving up Thank you, Lord Oh, I'm not turning around Oh, by the grace of God I'll wear shining crown someday Well, I'll keep holding on Oh, to that nail-scarred hand Oh, I'm not giving up no, I'll keep going on. Amen. Oh, I'm not giving up. I'm not turning round. By the grace of God, I'll wear a shining crown. I'll keep holding on to those nail-scarred hands. 